Welcome back to the weekly Bible reading. This is week 79. This week we're going to read the book of Matthew, chapters 10 through 15. Let's go to God in prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you for your word. As we look into the book of Matthew here, as we study the life of Jesus, we pray that we would be willing to change ourselves to be like Jesus instead of trying to change Jesus to be the way that we expect. We know that won't work. We know that you are God and that we are not. Pray these things through Jesus. Amen. Matthew chapter 10. He called to himself his twelve disciples and gave them authority over unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal every disease and every sickness. Now, the names of the twelve apostles are these. The first, Simon, who is called Peter, Andrew, his brother, James, the son of Zebedee, John, his brother, Philip, Bartholomew, Thomas, Matthew, the tax collector, James, the son of Alphaeus, Lebius, who is also called Thaddeus, Simon the Zealot, and Judas Iscariot, who also betrayed him. Jesus sent these twelve out and commanded them, saying, Don't go among the Gentiles, and don't enter into any city of the Samaritans. Rather, go to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. As you go, preach, saying, The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, and cast out demons. Freely you received, so freely give. Don't take any gold, silver, or brass in your money belts. Take no bag for your journey, neither two coats, nor sandals, nor staff. But the laborer is worthy of his food. Into whatever city or village you enter, find out who in it is worthy, and stay there until you go on. As you enter into the household, greet it. If the household is worthy, let your peace come on it. But if it isn't worthy, let your peace return to you. Whoever doesn't receive you, nor hear your words as you go out of that house or that city, shake the dust off your feet. Most certainly, I tell you, it will be more tolerable for the land of Sodom and Gomorrah in the day of judgment than for that city. Behold, I send you out as sheep among wolves. Therefore, be wise as serpents and harmless as doves. But beware of men, for they will deliver you up to councils, and in their synagogues they will scourge you, Yes, and you will be brought before governors and kings for my sake, for a testimony to them and to the nations. But when they deliver you up, don't be anxious how or what you will say, for it will be given you in that hour what you will say. For it is not you who speak, but the Spirit of your Father who speaks in you. Brother will deliver up brother to death, and the father his child. Children will rise up against parents and cause them to be put to death. You will be hated by all men for my name's sake, but he who endures to the end will be saved. But when they persecute you in this city, flee into the next, for most certainly I tell you, you will not have gone through the cities of Israel until the Son of Man has come. A disciple is not above his teacher, nor a servant above his Lord. It is enough for the disciple that he be like his teacher, and the servant like his Lord. If they have called the master of the house Beelzebul, how much more those of his household. Therefore don't be afraid of them, 
for there is nothing covered that will not be revealed, and hidden that will not be known. What I tell you in the darkness, speak in the light, and what you hear whispered in the ear, proclaim on the housetops. Don't be afraid of those who kill the body but are not able to kill the soul. Rather, fear him who is able to destroy both soul and body in Gehenna. Aren't two sparrows sold for an Assyrian coin? Not one of them falls on the ground apart from your father's will, but the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Therefore don't be afraid. You are of more value than many sparrows. Everyone, therefore, who confesses me before men, I will also confess him before my Father who is in heaven. But whoever denies me before men, I will also deny him before my Father who is in heaven. Don't think that I came to send peace on the earth. I didn't come to send peace, but a sword. For I came to set a man at odds against his father, and a daughter against her mother, and a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. A man's foes will be those of his own household. He who loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me, and he who loves son or daughter more than me isn't worthy of me. He who doesn't take his cross and follow after me isn't worthy of me. He who seeks his life will lose it, and he who loses his life for my sake will find it. He who receives you receives me, and he who receives me receives him who sent me. He who receives a prophet in the name of a prophet will receive a prophet's reward. He who receives a righteous man in the name of a righteous man will receive a righteous man's reward. Whoever gives one of these little ones just a cup of cold water to drink in the name of a disciple, most certainly I tell you, he will in no way lose his reward. Chapter 11 When Jesus had finished directing his twelve disciples, he departed from there to teach and preach in their cities. Now when John heard in the prison the works of Christ, he sent two of his disciples and said to him, Are you he who comes, or should we look for another? Jesus answered them, Go and tell John the things which you hear and see. The blind receive their sight, the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised up, and the poor have good news preached to them. Blessed is he who finds no occasion for stumbling in me. As these went their way, Jesus began to say to the multitudes concerning John, What did you go out into the wilderness to see? A reed shaken by the wind? But what did you go out to see? A man in soft clothing? Behold, those who wear soft clothing are in king's houses. But why did you go out? To see a prophet? Yes, I tell you, and much more than a prophet. For this is he of whom it is written, Behold, I send my messenger before your face, who will prepare your way before you. Most certainly I tell you, among those who are born of women, there has not arisen anyone greater than John the baptizer. Yet he who is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. From the days of John the baptizer until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence, and the violent take it by force. For all the prophets and the law prophesied until John. If you are willing to receive it, this is Elijah who is to come. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. But to what shall I compare this generation? It is like children sitting in the marketplaces, who call to their companions and say, We played the flute for you, and you didn't dance. We mourned for you, and you didn't lament. For John came neither eating nor drinking, and they say, He has a demon. The Son of Man came eating and drinking, and they say, 
Behold, a gluttonous man and a drunkard, a friend of tax collectors and sinners. But wisdom is justified by her children. Then he began to denounce the cities in which most of his good works had been done, because they didn't repent. Woe to you, Chorazan! Woe to you, Bethsaida! For if the mighty works had been done in Tyre and Sidon, which were done in you, they would have repented long ago in sackcloth and ashes. But I tell you, it will be more tolerable for Tyre and Sidon on the day of judgment than for you. You, Capernaum, who are exalted to heaven, you will go down to Hades. For if the mighty works had been done in Sodom, which were done in you, it would have remained until today. But I tell you that it will be more tolerable for the land of Sodom on the day of judgment than for you. At that time Jesus answered, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that you hid these things from the wise and understanding, and revealed them to infants. Yes, Father, for so it was well-pleasing in your sight. All things have been delivered to me by my Father. No one knows the Son except the Father. Neither does anyone know the Father except the Son, and he to whom the Son desires to reveal him. Come to me, all you who labor and are heavily burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. Chapter 12 at that time Jesus went on the Sabbath day through the grain fields. His disciples were hungry and began to pluck heads of grain and to eat. But the Pharisees, when they saw it, said to him, Behold, your disciples do what is not lawful to do on the Sabbath. But he said to them, Haven't you read what David did when he was hungry, and those who were with him, how he entered into God's house and ate the showbread, which was not lawful for him to eat? neither for those who were with him, but only for the priests? Or have you not read in the law that on the Sabbath day the priests in the temple profane the Sabbath and are guiltless? But I tell you that one greater than the temple is here. But if you had known what this means, I desire mercy and not sacrifice, you wouldn't have condemned the guiltless. For the Son of Man is Lord of the Sabbath. He departed from there and went into their synagogue. And behold, there was a man with a withered hand. They asked him, Is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath day? That they might accuse him. He said to them, What man is there among you who has one sheep, and if this one falls into a pit on the Sabbath day, won't he grab onto it and lift it out? Of how much more value, then, is a man than a sheep? Therefore it is lawful to do good on the Sabbath day. Then he told the man, Stretch out your hand. He stretched it out, and it was restored whole, just like the other. But the Pharisees went out and conspired against him how they might destroy him. Jesus, perceiving that, withdrew from there. Great multitudes followed him, and he healed them all, and commanded them that they should not make him known, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken through Isaiah the prophet, saying, Behold, my servant whom I have chosen, my beloved in whom my soul is well pleased. I will put my spirit on him. He will proclaim justice to the nations. He will not strive nor shout, neither will anyone hear his voice in the streets. He won't break a bruised reed. He won't quench a smoking flax 
until he leads justice to victory. In his name, the nations will hope. Then one, possessed by a demon, blind and mute, was brought to him, and he healed him, so that the blind and mute man both spoke and saw. All the multitudes were amazed and said, Can this be the son of David? But when the Pharisees heard it, they said, This man does not cast out demons except by Beelzebul, the prince of the demons. Knowing their thoughts, Jesus said to them, Every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation, and every city or house divided against itself will not stand. If Satan casts out Satan, he is divided against himself. How then will his kingdom stand? If I, by Beelzebul, cast out demons, by whom do your children cast them out? Therefore they will be your judges. But if I, by the Spirit of God, cast out demons, then God's kingdom has come upon you. Or how can one enter into the house of the strong man and plunder his goods, unless he first bind the strong man? Then he will plunder his house. He who is not with me is against me and he who doesn't gather with me scatters. Therefore I tell you, every sin and blasphemy will be forgiven men, but the blasphemy against the Spirit will not be forgiven men. Whoever speaks a word against the Son of Man, it will be forgiven him, but whoever speaks against the Holy Spirit, it will not be forgiven him, neither in this age nor in that which is to come. Either make the tree good and its fruit good, or make the tree corrupt and its fruit corrupt for the tree is known by its fruit. You offspring of vipers, how can you, being evil, speak good things? For out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks. The good man, out of his good treasure, brings out good things, and the evil man, out of his evil treasure, brings out evil things. I tell you that every idle word that men speak, they will give account of it in the day of judgment. For by your words you will be justified, and by your words you will be condemned. Then certain of the scribes and Pharisees answered, Teacher, we want to see a sign from you. But he answered them, An evil and adulterous generation seeks after a sign, but no sign will be given to it but the sign of Jonah the prophet. For as Jonah was three days and three nights in the belly of the whale, so will the Son of Man be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. The men of Nineveh will stand up in the judgment with this generation, and will condemn it. For they repented at the preaching of Jonah. And behold, someone greater than Jonah is here. The queen of the south will rise up in the judgment with this generation, and will condemn it. For she came from the ends of the earth to hear the wisdom of Solomon. And behold, someone greater than Solomon is here. When an unclean spirit has gone out of a man... He passes through waterless places seeking rest and doesn't find it. Then he says, I will return to my house from which I came out. And when he has come back, he finds it empty, swept, and put in order. Then he goes and takes with himself seven other spirits more evil than he is, and they enter in and dwell there. The last state of that man becomes worse than the first. Even so will it be also to this evil generation." While he was yet speaking to the multitudes, behold, his mother and his brothers stood outside seeking to speak to him. One said to him, Behold, your mother and your brothers stand outside seeking to speak to you. But he answered him who spoke to him, Who is my mother? 
who are my brothers? He stretched out his hand toward his disciples and said, Behold, my mother and my brothers, for whoever does the will of my Father who is in heaven, he is my brother and sister and mother. Chapter 13 On that day Jesus went out of the house and sat by the seaside. Great multitudes gathered to him so that he entered into a boat and sat, and all the multitudes stood on the beach. He spoke to them many things in parables, saying, Behold, a farmer went out to sow. As he sowed, some seeds fell by the roadside, and the birds came and devoured them. Others fell on rocky ground, where they didn't have much soil, and immediately they sprang up, because they had no depth of earth. When the sun had risen, they were scorched. Because they had no root, they withered away. Others fell among thorns. The thorns grew up and choked them. Others fell on good soil and yielded fruit, some one hundred times as much, some sixty, and some thirty. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. The disciples came and said to him, Why do you speak to them in parables? He answered them, To you it is given to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, but it is not given to them. For whoever has, to him will be given, and he will have abundance. But whoever doesn't have, from him will be taken away even that which he has. Therefore I speak to them in parables, because seeing they don't see, and hearing they don't hear, neither do they understand. In them the prophecy of Isaiah is fulfilled, which says, By hearing you will hear, and will in no way understand. Seeing you will see, and will in no way perceive. For this people's heart has grown callous. Their ears are dull of hearing, they have closed their eyes, or else perhaps they might perceive with their eyes, hear with their ears, understand with their heart, and would turn again, and I would heal them. But blessed are your eyes, for they see, and your ears, for they hear. For most certainly I tell you that many prophets and righteous men desired to see the things which you see, and didn't see them, and to hear the things which you hear, and didn't hear them. Hear then the parable of the farmer. When anyone hears the word of the kingdom and doesn't understand it, the evil one comes and snatches away that which has been sown in his heart. This is what was sown by the roadside. What was sown on the rocky places, this is he who hears the word and immediately with joy receives it. Yet he has no root in himself, but endures for a while. When oppression or persecution arises because of the word, immediately he stumbles. What was sown among the thorns, this is he who hears the word, but the cares of this age and the deceitfulness of riches choke the word, and he becomes unfruitful. What was sown on the good ground, this is he who hears the word and understands it, who most certainly bears fruit and produces, some one hundred times as much, some sixty, and some thirty. He said another parable before them, saying, The kingdom of heaven is like a man who sowed good seed in his field. While people slept, his enemy came and sowed darnel weeds, also among the wheat, and went away. But when the blade sprang up and produced fruit, then the darnel weeds appeared also. The servants of the householder came and said to him, Sir, didn't you sow good seed in your field? Where did these darnel weeds come from? He said to them, An enemy has done this. The servants asked him, Do you want us to go and gather them up? But he said, no, lest perhaps when you gather up the darnel weeds, you root up the wheat with them. 
Let both grow together until the harvest, and in the harvest time I will tell the reapers, First gather up the darnel weeds, and bind them in bundles to burn them, but gather the wheat into my barn. He said another parable before them, saying, The kingdom of heaven is like a grain of mustard seed, which a man took and sowed in his field, which indeed is smaller than all seeds, but when it is grown it is greater than the herbs, and becomes a tree, so that the birds of the air come and lodge in its branches. He spoke another parable to them. The kingdom of heaven is like yeast, which a woman took and hid in three measures of meal, until it was all leavened. Jesus spoke all these things in parables to the multitudes, and without a parable he didn't speak to them, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken through the prophet, saying, I will open my mouth in parables, I will utter things hidden from the foundation of the world. Then Jesus sent the multitudes away and went into the house. His disciples came to him, saying, Explain to us the parable of the darnel weeds of the field. He answered them, He who sows the good seed is the son of man. The field is the world. And the good seed, these are the children of the kingdom. And the darnel weeds are the children of the evil one, the enemy who sowed them is the devil. The harvest is the end of the age, and the reapers are angels. As therefore the darnel weeds are gathered up and burned with fire, so will it be at the end of this age. The Son of Man will send out his angels, and they will gather out of his kingdom all things that cause stumbling, and those who do iniquity, and will cast them into the furnace of fire. There will be the weeping and the gnashing of teeth. Then the righteous will shine like the sun in the kingdom of their Father. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in the field, which a man found and hid. In his joy he goes and sells all that he has, and buys that field. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a man who is a merchant seeking fine pearls, and having found one pearl of great price, he went and sold all that he had, and bought it. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a dragnet that was cast into the sea and gathered some fish of every kind, which, when it was filled, they drew up on the beach. They sat down and gathered the good into containers, but the bad they threw away. So will it be in the end of the world. The angels will come and separate the wicked from among the righteous, and will cast them into the furnace of fire. There will be the weeping and the gnashing of teeth. Jesus said to them, Have you understood all these things? They answered him, Yes, Lord, he said to them. Therefore every scribe who has been made a disciple in the kingdom of heaven is like a man who is a householder, who brings out of his treasure new and old things. When Jesus had finished these parables, he departed from there. Coming into his own country, he taught them in the synagogue, so that they were astonished and said, Where did this man get this wisdom and these mighty works? Isn't this the carpenter's son? Isn't his mother called Mary and his brothers James, Joseph, Simon, and Judas? Aren't all of his sisters with us? Where, then, did this man get all of these things? They were offended by him. But Jesus said to them, A prophet is not without honor except in his own country and in his own house. He didn't do many mighty works there because of their unbelief. Chapter 14 At that time Herod the Tetrarch heard the report concerning Jesus and said to his servants, 
This is John the Baptizer. He is risen from the dead. That is why these powers work in him. For Herod had arrested John and bound him and put him in prison for the sake of Herodias, his brother Philip's wife. For John said to him, It is not lawful for you to have her. When he would have put him to death, he feared the multitude, because they counted him as a prophet. But when Herod's birthday came, the daughter of Herodias danced among them and pleased Herod, whereupon he promised with an oath to give her whatever she should ask. She, being prompted by her mother, said, Give me here on a platter the head of John the baptizer. The king was grieved, but for the sake of his oaths and of those who sat at the table with him, he commanded it to be given, and he sent and beheaded John in the prison. His head was brought on a platter and given to the young lady, and she brought it to her mother. His disciples came and took the body and buried it. Then they went and told Jesus. Now when Jesus heard this, he withdrew from there in a boat to a deserted place apart. When the multitudes heard it, they followed him on foot from the cities. Jesus went out, and he saw a great multitude. He had compassion on them and healed their sick. When evening had come, his disciples came to him, saying, This place is deserted, and the hour is already late. Send the multitudes away, that they may go into the villages and buy themselves food. But Jesus said to them, They don't need to go away. You give them something to eat. They told him, We only have here five loaves and two fish. He said, Bring them here to me. He commanded the multitudes to sit down on the grass, and he took the five loaves and the two fish, and looking up to heaven he blessed, broke, and gave the loaves to the disciples, and the disciples gave to the multitudes. They all ate and were filled. They took up twelve baskets full of that which remained left over from the broken pieces. Those who ate were about five thousand men, in addition to women and children. Immediately Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and to go ahead of him to the other side while he sent the multitudes away. After he had sent the multitudes away, he went up into the mountain by himself to pray. When evening had come, he was there alone. But the boat was now in the middle of the sea, distressed by the waves, for the wind was contrary. In the fourth watch of the night, Jesus came to them, walking on the sea. When the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, it's a ghost! And they cried out for fear. But immediately Jesus spoke to them, saying, Cheer up, it is I. Don't be afraid. Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the waters. He said, Come. Peter stepped down from the boat and walked on the waters to come to Jesus. But when he saw that the wind was strong, he was afraid and began to sink. He cried out, saying, Lord, save me! Immediately Jesus stretched out his hand and took hold of him and said to him, You of little faith, why did you doubt? When they got up into the boat, the wind ceased. Those who were in the boat came and worshipped him, saying, You are truly the Son of God. When they had crossed over, they came to the land of Gennesaret. When the people of that place recognized him, they sent into all the surrounding region and brought to him all who were sick. And they begged him that they might just touch the fringe of his garment. As many as touched it were made whole. Chapter 15 Then Pharisees and scribes came to Jesus from Jerusalem, saying, Why do your disciples disobey the tradition of the elders? For they don't wash their hands when they eat bread. 
He answered them, Why do you also disobey the commandment of God because of your tradition? For God commanded, Honor your father and your mother, and he who speaks evil of father or mother, let him be put to death. But you say, Whoever may tell his father or his mother, whatever help you might otherwise have gotten from me, is a gift devoted to God. He shall not honor his father or mother. You have made the commandment of God void because of your tradition. You hypocrites! Well did Isaiah prophesy of you, saying, These people draw near to me with their mouth, and honor me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. And in vain do they worship me, teaching as doctrine rules made by men. He summoned the multitude and said to them, Hear and understand. That which enters into the mouth doesn't defile man, but that which proceeds out of the mouth, this defiles the man. Then the disciples came and said to him, Do you know that the Pharisees were offended when they heard this saying? But he answered, Every plant which my heavenly Father didn't plant will be uprooted. Leave them alone. They are blind guides of the blind. If the blind guide the blind, both will fall into a pit. Peter answered him, Explain the parable to us. So Jesus said, Do you also still not understand? Don't you understand that whatever goes into the mouth passes into the belly and then out of the body? But the things which proceed out of the mouth come out of the heart, and they defile the man. For out of the heart come evil thoughts, murders, adulteries, sexual sins, thefts, false testimony, and blasphemies. These are the things which defile the man, but to eat with unwashed hands doesn't defile the man. Jesus went out from there and withdrew into the region of Tyre and Sidon. Behold, a Canaanite woman came out from these borders and cried, saying, Have mercy on me, Lord, you son of David! My daughter is severely possessed by a demon. But he answered her not a word. His disciples came and begged him, saying, Send her away, for she cries after us. But he answered, I wasn't sent to anyone but the lost sheep of the house of Israel. But she came and worshipped him, saying, Lord, help me. But he answered, It is not appropriate to take the children's bread and throw it to the dogs. But she said, Yes, Lord, but even the dogs eat the crumbs which fall from their master's table. Then Jesus answered her, Woman, great is your faith. Be it done to you even as you desire. And her daughter was healed from that hour. Jesus departed from there and came near to the Sea of Galilee, and he went up into the mountain and sat there. Great multitudes came to him, having with them the lame, blind, mute, maimed, and many others, and they put them down at his feet. He healed them, so that the multitude wondered when they saw the mute speaking, the injured healed, the lame walking, and the blind seeing, and they glorified the God of Israel. Jesus summoned his disciples and said, I have compassion on the multitude because they continue with me now three days and have nothing to eat. I don't want to send them away fasting, or they might faint on the way. The disciples said to him, Where should we get so many loaves in a deserted place as to satisfy so great a multitude? Jesus said to them, How many loaves do you have? They said, Seven, and a few small fish. He commanded the multitude to sit down on the ground, 
and he took the seven loaves and the fish, he gave thanks and broke them, and gave to the disciples, and the disciples to the multitudes. They all ate and were filled. They took up seven baskets full of the broken pieces that were left over. Those who ate were four thousand men, in addition to women and children. Then he sent away the multitudes, got into the boat, and came into the borders of Magdala. Well, that's our reading for this week. I look forward to reading with you again next week.